right. I'm excited that I get to come tonight for the first time and brag on Jesus. Um, and so when Robin first told me uh, the topic and the, the theme of tonight um, to parallel a movie or a book, and I got all excited that maybe I could do Star Wars or, you know, The Karate Kid, uh, you know, one of those classics. And uh, for some reason, the Holy Spirit popped into my mind. E.B. White's classic novel, Charlotte's Web. Now, Charlotte's Web was published in 1952, and a lot of us older folks um, have probably read it in school. And, you know, I'm not sure if the younger folks uh, read that or if there's more interesting things for them to read these days. But it was one of my favorite books growing up. And um, for those of you who may not have read it for a while or, um, or have never read it, let me give you a little summary real quick. So Farmer Arable has a pig that has a litter of piglets, and one of the piglets is a runt. And his daughter, he explains to his daughter, Fern, that the runts usually don't make it, um, and they usually die. This was unacceptable to Fern, and she begged her father um, to let her keep and nurture the pig, the little runt piglet. And uh, for those of us who have kids, you know, it, the, the conversation probably sounded something like this. Dad, can I have a pig? No. Dad, can I have a pig? No. Dad, can I have a pig? No. Dad, can I have a pig? Fine. But if he poops on the carpet, you're grounded for the rest of your life, right? That's, that's kind of the way it is with us, with kids, right? So Fern, uh, Fern gets the piglet and nurtures the pig. And, then grow, and in fact, it's no longer a runt. It becomes a big, fat pig. Um, and so... Um, the next challenge in life is finding out that um, Wilbur is uh, destined to be slaughtered. He's raised as a meat pig. So this is also unacceptable. Well, Wilbur makes friends with a spider who has a web in the doorway above his pen, and that spider's name is Charlotte. So Charlotte concocts a plan to save Wilbur's life. So she starts weaving words into her web. And it attracts attention. So she, she weaves the word some pig into the web. And, um, and, and so it tr attracts attention. So the farmer tells somebody else. And before long, it's a tourist attraction. People are coming by and seeing this pig that it has in the web some pig. Well, after a while, people get bored of seeing some pig. And so Charlotte had to get another word. And so this continues. And they take the pig to the county fair. And... Um, Oh, over the course of this, you know, it, it, the pig is starting to have value other than as a slaughter pig. So they take the pig to the county fair, and um, Charlotte um, has to have the help of a rat named Templeton. And Templeton is a very self-serving um, uh, uh, rat, um, and he will not do anything unless it benefits him in some kind of a way. And um, so there are always challenges in dealing with Templeton. But eventually, um, Tim, she gets Templeton's help. He goes out and gets newspaper clippings, brings them back. Charlotte finds words such as terrific, radiant, and humble. And um, she puts them in the web, and, and uh, uh, Wilbur ends up winning. He didn't win first prize. He ended up winning some kind of a special, uh, special prize, special pig prize or something like that. And, and it spared him from from uh, being slaughtered. 
And um, as the time goes on, you know, at the end of the uh, the fair, it's fall. That's when spiders typically die. Charlotte lays an egg sac, and she's developed such a bond with Wilbur that she entrusts Wilbur with her egg sac and to take the egg sac back to the farm so her babies can hatch on the farm and, and do what spiders do. So there are so many parallels to Scripture in this book that um, I'm just going to point out a few to you. I mean, just like... That was one I didn't even think about the when Charlotte entrusted the egg sack to, I mean, Jesus entrusts us with his word to go take that to all the nations, right? So that's a whole nother one. Uh, we, can, we can do that next time maybe. Point number one, Wilbur's a runt piglet. He's the most needy and Fern cares for and nurtures him, Okay. Um, Jesus had something to say about the most needy. He called them the least of these. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 through 40, the Bible says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. So point number one is taking care of those in need. What are we doing each day to take care of those around us in need? Point number two, Wilbur's befriended by Charlotte, who concocts a plan to save Wilbur's life when Wilbur learns he's being raised for slaughter. Charlotte was very concerned for her friend. And in fact, as she's dying and she's weak, she's still working on her plan to save him. She's putting Wilbur above herself. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 read, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And that's exactly what Charlotte did in this story. She put Wilbur number one. And um, so that's a good lesson for us in our daily walks. Are we counting others more significant than ourselves? Sometimes we get lost in the things that we want to do, and there are people around us in need. Um. Point number three, signs and wonders. Charlotte weaves words into her web, such as some pig, terrific, radiant, humble. She does it to make Wilbur a tourist attraction, to make him worth more alive than dead, right? Our Lord and Savior did signs and wonders too. Now, I'm not going to quote each one of them from Scripture. If you want that, read the, the Gospel of Matthew. It's loaded. I love it. But I will tell you a few of them. He turned water into wine. 
He raised the dead. He healed the sick and the crippled. He gave sight to the blind. He fed thousands with a sack lunch. He turned ordinary men into evangelists. And he raised himself from the dead, giving glory to God and victory over death. Those are the signs and wonders that our Father did for us. Um, something worth noting is uh, Templeton. I talked about him literally. His Templeton's goal in life was to feed the flesh. I mean, quite literally. In the story, he ate so much food at the county fair that he he got in. He fell into a food-induced coma. Okay, so he quite literally was the. So again, there's there's too many parallels here, scripture-wise, to tell it. But Templeton is each one of us. We're fallen man. That, that's, that's our nature. Our nature is to satisfy ourselves and to feed ourselves and to feed our flesh. That's who we are. We all have a little bit of Templeton in us. Now, the, the goal is to get rid of the Templeton and get more of the Jesus. That's what we want to do. So um, I'll reserve uh, more on Templeton for a future, a future <laughs> teaching. Um, point number four. Love rules the story. Love rules the story in Charlotte's Web, and love rules the story in the Bible. This is, this is God's plan of redemption for us, okay? And it's, it's, it's written in love. Charlotte gave herself to save Wilbur, and, and she dies, but she allows Wilbur to take her exact back to the farm to look after it, Right? In John 15, verses 12 through 13, the Bible says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. What did he command us? It was right there in verse 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another. That's it. That's what we're supposed to do. And so, in closing, at the end of the story, Charlotte's egg sac hatches, and there are 514 baby spiders that hatch. Wilbur's super sad because they all float away. They all go elsewhere to establish their lives. But three stayed. Out of 514, three stayed. Their names were Nellie, Joy, and Aranea, if I said that right. I kind of find that interesting um, that three remained because my last parallel is 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. So as I close, I want you to remember we need to take care of those in need, count others more significant than ourselves, Look for the signs and wonders from our Lord and Savior. And remember that love rules the story. All right, let's pray. Father, I thank you so much that your word is so powerful that it can be found, the truths of your word can be found in the works of man, knowingly or unknowingly. They're there for us to look for, and I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to glorify you tonight.
to brag on you. And I pray that you will be with each and every one of us as we go about our ways this week, that you will help us to look for the needs of others and to count others more significant than ourselves and to love like you loved us. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen.